Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am and how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Welcome to Star Talk. Your place in the universe where science and pop culture collide. Star Talk begins right now. Star Talk. Neil deGrasse Tyson, your personal astrophysicist. This is Sports Edition of Star Talk. Every now and then we throw in one of those. I've got Chuck Nice. That's right, Chuck sir. in the house. What's up, buddy? Tweeting Chuck Nice comic. Thank you, sir. Yes. Gary Riley, former footballer. Yep. We can we can do a fist bump too. We can. You looked a little awkward there, but didn't want to knock the mic over. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Oh, oh, all right. That's <laughs> underneath. Today uh, we're featuring my interview, unexpurgated, straight on through with Tony Gonzalez, the football great yes. for the Kansas City Chiefs. One of the greatest tight ends to ever play the game. And he played and with the And by Chiefs. that, I don't mean his position. Oh, oh for heaven's sake. <laughs> <laughs> you happy now? Yeah, yeah. You get that? You got? You got that off? off yeah. your, okay. Got it out early. You got, That's you got it. That oh, that's such a great old joke. It's <laughs> so it's so old. He was with the Chiefs from 1997 to 2008, mm. and then he uh, went to the Falcons, mm -hmm. and now he's an on-air analyst for Fox NFL Sunday. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. That's right. Super Bowl 54 against the 49ers. And Gonzalez, I don't believe, ever won a playoff game Damn. in all his time at the Chiefs. Poor, oh, and he's guy. sitting there. I mean, he is awesome, but he doesn't have that one thing, that ring that sets you above and beyond. Well, that, that would be the overwhelming majority of NFL players, though. Yes, I think so. <laughs> How many would that You're good? saying to him like he's, he has some unique... Issue, but you were saying he's so good yeah. that he should have. He wasn't, yeah. Well, uh, he should have just went to the Patriots, and he would have been. He would have got. That's what everybody that did. Patriots itch. Nah, I mean, you can't listen. I'm that. just saying. You know, it's, a, it's that's, that's what that's what A Rod did. He was on a losing team twice. That's right. And he, he was said, like, "Don't put my ass I'm, on the Yankees." That's it. And then he went ahead and, and won the championship. So okay, let's look forward to Super Bowl Fifty Four. <laughs> so, so Chiefs and Niners. What's the deal? Um, uh, who, who's your money on? I, you know, here's the thing. Don't the, ask me that because I don't bet. The I'm Niners look great, but my money is on my man Mahomes. I like the Chiefs. And I also, of course, you know, Andy Reid yeah. coached the Philadelphia Eagles for quite some time. And so, uh, you know, being an Eagles fan, uh, you know, I got I to gotta root for Andy. What's with the no-throw quarterback? The oh, no-throw quarterback? Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, 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 what's going on there? Well, here's the thing. And everybody says this, like, Garoppolo isn't, doesn't throw the ball because they they rush the ball for 200 whatever yards. So what? 
He won. <laughs> That's the deal. That's what you want to do. Is it not because he doesn't throw because he throws interceptions too often? <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. And Coach Shanahan's gone, ah, 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 we're running this thing. Well, no, I think I think Garoppolo will have a good game if he if he has to throw the ball, he'll throw the ball. But you do what you have to do to win. If the 49ers come out and the Chiefs can't stop the run, Guess what? That's what they're going to do all day long, just like they did to to, to against the Titans. But so. surely the the strategy must be: can we keep Mahomes off the field? In which case, we dominate. We eat the clock if we're the Niners, just by run, by run, by run, the by run. The problem with trying to keep Mahomes off the field is he only has to be on the field for twenty two seconds to co- score a touchdown. <laughs> That's the problem with Patrick Mahomes. You know, the guy can score so quickly. I I really don't see the Forty ers winning this game, but. You know, I mean, that and my opinion and $4.90 will get you a cup of coffee. <laughs> he just still, he only ever wants Philadelphia to be in the, you know, you got Yeah, but that's well, fine. It's understandable. issues. I do have issues. Yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> and I'm living vicariously through Kansas City because of Andy Reid. So, you know, I'm, I'm pretending it's My romantic heart says Mahomes and the Chiefs. Not a fan of Garoppolo, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you, as a former uh, pro bowler, what a former yes soccer foot, player, foot, 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 footballer, footballer, footballer. Yeah. yeah. If you do, if you're never on a championship, but you're really good, mm. how does that affect you? It break your heart. Yeah. It will. Yeah. Wow. We're sorry. Do you want to get traded, or you want to up the game of the rest of your players? It's never easy like that. It's never as simple as you know what I want to get traded because the moment must be right. The team doesn't want to let you go. There might not be a team you can go to that has a space for you to fill. Or they might be paying you so much. There you go. Mm-hmm. They By the bought way, me. Now you just changed my whole mind about the whole thing. Now I don't care because you just mentioned how much money they get paid. <laughs> <laughs> go cry on your money. That's what I say. Yeah. <laughs> Take your losing ass and cry, and go cry on your pile on your of millions of dollars. Right. <laughs> well, without any further delay, right. let's go straight to my exclusive one-on-one interview with Tony Gonzalez. California kid, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So surfing, but, all that stuff. Really? Surfing, skateboarding. Oh man! Yeah. Went to college in California. Went to Berkeley. Uh, went Berkeley. To Cal, Berkeley is Cal. Is that Cal, right? Cal. Cal, Cal Berkeley. Yeah, Cal, Cal Berkeley. Yeah, crazy Berkeley. All Naked right. People, orange hair, pierced <laughs> nipples, <laughs> all that stuff. It was good. So it was eye-opening experience. What, what color was your hair? <laughs> uh, I did dye my hair. You did. I dyed it blonde. A little. I had blonde tips. Oh wow. Um, okay. Um, it was the thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. You were young. You were. <laughs> I was young. I was finding myself back then. Finding yourself. Uh, what sports in high school did you do? Uh, football and basketball. That and was, basketball. Yeah, basketball too. I, I went to Berkeley to play basketball. That really? Was, that was my thing. That, this guy named Jason Kidd. One of yeah, the greatest, I heard of greatest him. Greatest players of all time. Yeah. Uh, he was the big guy on campus there. And so I took my trip up there and he was my host. Really? Uh, okay. And they had a pretty right, good Back when he team. was an undergraduate. Yeah, back yeah, when he yeah, was there. And, yeah. uh, and I was like, I'm coming to Berkeley. And uh-huh. uh, that was that's probably the biggest reason I went to Berkeley is because of Jason Kidd and, and the basketball. basketball yeah. and, oh, what are you, six what? Six five. Six five, six, okay. Five, something like that. That, could, that works in college. Yeah, yeah it worked. I did, I did good, but I also played football too. Yeah. And I could have, I was better at football until there was to it. Mm-hmm. And so I could have went to any school I wanted to in the country uh, to play football. Right, but uh, but I wanted a school that wanted me to play basketball as well because that was where my heart was. That's yeah, why. Okay, I, re- I loved them got, both. But you got to do. You got to do. Yeah. You know, follow the heart. Yeah, and so the basketball and football are so completely different 
with regard to human contact, uh-huh. body contact. Yeah. So, yeah. so why does you can say you're good at football, but are you? You were also good at not getting injured at football. Yeah. All right. I was looking at some of these numbers. It's like this is crazy. Were you ever injured? <laughs> like, ever, how many games did you not play in your uh, 17 years of football? I missed two games. You missed uh, two games. Two games, and that was pretty early. This is in my superhero career. stuff. What, you know, this is what are you what are you made of, dude. <laughs> what, 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 what? This is. Uh, I guess my mom. My mom would love to take credit for that. Uh, for, for the are, you <laughs> are you made of adamantium? Are you are you made of some superhero material? How do you how do you miss two games in seventeen years? I have a high pain tolerance. Honestly, first of all, wait, 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 wait. What happened for you to miss two games? Um. Well, I can show you here. I don't know if this is on camera, but uh, I got a, a bone sticking up out of my shoulder now. Yeah. Yeah. That I see, fell I, on. See, I knew you were constructed in a lab somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. If you start showing pieces of you that point in the wrong direction, <laughs> that means you're not really human. Uh, no, right? I got lucky. I got lucky, and then I also played. I I tried to wait. Wait, so that's one game. Oh, that, two games yeah, in I, a row. No, that missed one game. I was supposed to miss three weeks, three four weeks. They said, and then uh, and I missed the one week, and then after that, they put like a needle into it every week before wait, wait, the game wait. You're saying, to shoot it up. Wait, wait, wait. You're saying you got your shoulder busted out and you missed one game because of this. Yeah, one game. Yeah, one game. They put a little donut on there and then a needle in we it. We can rebuild him. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get out there. I wanted to get out there. I mean, they okay. say, hey, do you want to play? Okay, now the other game, game was what? Uh, I tore my knee up uh, in preseason something in practice. Somebody fell into my knee. Okay. And I missed the one game. I tried to play that game and I could have, but coach was like, no, you're not the playing. One, the first game of the season. Yeah, it was the first game of the season. And then after that, I played the rest of the okay, season. Okay, so what's this... Other thing you had uh, a Bell's palsy. What was that? Yeah, I had Bell's. I've heard of this, but mm-hmm. I don't know any. I don't know anything about it. You know what I mean? No, no. Bell's palsy. So I, 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 they don't know where it comes from. It just happens to people. But it's where like the your cranial nerve number eight or something like that uh, gets frozen or I don't know what it. It gets numb, uh, paralyzed. I'm sorry. And so your whole right side of your face goes goes paralyzed and numb, and you have to tape your eyes shut. To, and keep putting visine in it to keep it fluid going in there. Uh, but, but, and you didn't miss a game because of that? No, that was during the offseason. Okay. <laughs> Luckily, that was during the offseason. That's what I'm saying. I got lucky. A lot of this stuff happened. Wait, wait, okay. So that's... So that's, that's I had to ask curious. my wife to marry me with that Bell's palsy on my face, too. I got down. I got down on one knee, and I had, like, half my face melting. I was like... Well, Quasimodo style, <laughs> right? <laughs> She like laughed at me as she's taking the ring. She's wait, like, wait, did she say yes? She said yes. That's very. That's I could very just say nice. no to that. I don't face. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say no. Yeah, everything but no. the hunchback. You yes, know, you I got know. the whole Charles Lawton uh, face going. Will going you please there. marry me. <laughs> yeah, so, All right, so um, but more than anything I've just mentioned is the number of times you have touched the ball, and of those times, how many you dropped the ball. Oh yeah. And it was a 1,000, I got the number, a crack team of researchers here. <laughs> What's that number? 1,327 touches of the ball. Yeah. And you dropped it how many times? Uh, well, I don't, I don't know. Fumble? Fumble? How many I times fumbled, fumbled. I fumbled twice. Twice? Twice. And that was And you very, touched the ball 1,320. Yeah. Yeah, after, after my what second... You epoxy on your hands? What You know what it is? is uh, my oh, there's a secret. Okay. There yeah, is a tell, secret. There tell, is a secret. Tell, it, I'm listening. It, I'm, I'm leaning in on this. Lean in on this one because this is, uh, this is 
uh, it happened twice. I failed, I fumbled the ball my junior year at college against Stanford. That was our rival. And we lost the game because of me. It was in the fourth quarter. Well, these are two Brainiac schools. Right? Yeah. Berkeley and Stanford. Right, yeah. right, okay. And they picked the ball up. You can't up. lose to Stanford. Come on. That's, and we lost because of me. Because of me. And oh, so after the game, I was crying uncontrollably. I was, it, it killed me to, to let my team down like that. Fast forward to my second year in the league. Uh, I was in the middle of this. Me, the league. NFL. NFL, NFL. It was in the NFL. My second season, people know this story. I dropped 16 balls, led the NFL and dropped passes that year. Uh, and I fumbled uh, twice that year. And I lost the ball for us. And it was one, like, there's pictures of me slamming, hitting the, 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 the ground, the earth, the field, because I'm so frustrated and pissed off at myself. And that, that's kind of the best thing that ever happened to me. That's, that's where I said to myself, I, I will never, ever, ever, ever let this happen again. Whoa. Uh, and it, like anytime I had the ball, it was like you're carrying everybody's hopes and aspirations. Just the way you're doing when you that have now. That ball. It's like, yeah, it's like you're not getting this it's from like me. That ball ain't ever coming out. <laughs> Can't let it come because if you get a turnover in football, that is the worst thing you can do. That, that's the number one stat in football. If you and lose they make the it, and, and it's on the on the on the highlight reel. Everybody knows too. And right. you walk to the sideline the and nobody reel. The blooper reel. Nobody wants to say anything to you when you go to the sideline. Everybody's just looking at you like wow. lose the game for us. But and. And so I was, it hurt me so much that I would fumble the ball that I, I really made extra special care not to You know, it. I think there's not enough written about the value of lessons learned in failure. Mm. Because, I mean, think about it. There are people who think that if they fail, that that's the end of something. Uh. Whereas it's just a matter of your mindset for it to be the beginning of something. That's where it starts. That's where I tell people that's where the gold is. That's where, that's where the growth is. Uh, and the, I think the harder your failure is, first of all, that means you're putting it out there too. Like if you go for big dreams, uh, when you fail, now it's on a, a, a grand scale. Everybody notices it too, yeah. which can hurt even more. But I think that's where you make your bones. That's how you, that's how you get better. Everybody that I've ever sat down with who's achieved greatness has usually gone through some terrible times, some really tough they got circumstances. Stories. They got stories. Okay, so then what about the fact, uh, how old are you, do you mind if I ask? I'm 43. 43, yeah. okay, almost old enough to have grown up at a time where kids were not coddled the way they are today. Mm -hmm. You go on the playground, today there's like sawdust on the thing and rubberized things. When I went, as a kid, you play in the monkey bars, it is cement on the ground, it is cement. Uh -huh. It is rough cement, okay? And so you fell, you didn't, you never fell again because of the, what, the injuries you sustained for having done it the first time. So are there any lessons you can hand forward to parents who don't ever want their kids to fail because that might affect them emotionally and then they'll give up? I, I think that's, like I said, that's, I have four kids. Um, and that's, What's age range? Uh, we have an 18-year-old. We have a 11, 9, and 4. Okay. And so, and one thing, I'm playing, I play catch with my 9-year-old my in the backyard. He wants to play on the grass because every time he catches the ball, he falls down. And then I'm like, in football, you're not supposed to fall down. You're supposed to go score a touchdown, <laughs> supposed to son. not fall down. So now, we're going to play on the cement because you can fall down if you want now. Go ahead. But now you, you're going to try not to fall he down. He doesn't fall down at all now. <laughs> now oh, he's not falling down. You know, like, these are them lessons. <laughs> lessons in life. Uh, but yeah, I think... I think it's important for, for kids to, like I said, I know for me that that's been the biggest opportunity for growth. And so for my children, I try to put them in situations where they can, they can thrive, but at the same time where the, you know, failure is right there with them too. And they will fail because that is where now I can sit them down and give them a nice little lecture 
you know, with looking me in the eyes and I can tell them, okay, this is why this happened and this is how you can make it better and improve and this is how you're going to improve. In my field, we have a similar saying. It's the day you stop making mistakes is the day you have confirmed you are no longer on the frontier. Yeah. Yeah, and this I is love that. A, this is a, a thing. So, uh, what did you major in in college? Uh, psychology. Uh, so, Cal, this you're it means you're well educated there, or at least that's the premise that's right. of the school. That's right. so, I didn't stay too long. I left school early though. But, oh, oh, I, I noticed that a yeah. year early. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I was on the five year. You plan, college so. dropout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you ever go back and get the degree? Nah. 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 They're trying to get some. It's, I'm no. too far away. Here's what you Why? do. Why? Just do Why? some, do Why some great things. No, no, here's how you do it. Just do some great things, and they invite you back and give you an honorary doctorate. Yeah, and you do, like Shaquille O'Neal. And then you, then you leapfrog any of the other degrees, and you're fine, <laughs> and you're good. Um, question for you. What is the, uh, when you played, because you haven't, you know, you're an academic uh, environment. Cal Berkeley, I mean, they're brilliant people. Brilliant. They're Nobel laureates yeah. among the faculty, this sort of thing. Were you ever thinking about your performance analytically about the physics of it or the math or, or were you just doing what felt right? I was just doing what felt right. Back then, I was Neanderthal. It was just, really? throw, me, throw me the ball. Let's go score. Uh, I didn't really where's start. Where's the ball? Where's the finish? Yeah, the, where's the, 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 where's the, the, ball the goal the line? The yeah. goal line? That was it. And, and really, I hardly did that. I mean, anyway, uh, studying the playbook, I wasn't that good at it and all this. Uh, so it was primal. Just, it was just talent back then for me. Primal. Primal. Talent. And as I got older, that's... But tell me, but you did go to the gym. You did do, yeah. you know, wind sprints. You did work out. Yeah, but it wasn't that concentrated effort that I, I approached the game with later in my career. That was kind of forced on me. After I dropped those balls, by the way, yeah. that's where my love of reading came. I never, I never bought a book before that, that year, that devastating year. It was devastating to me, too, to lead the NFL and drop passes my second year in the league and got benched twice. Uh, and, but it's also what's brought me here. Like, I, I don't think I'd be sitting here if I didn't start educating myself. And start so just to be clear, book. so a drop pass is the, you should have caught it and you didn't. I should have caught and it. And a fumble didn't. is you're running in full possession of the ball and it pops out of your arm. It pops out. They, they knock it out. They knock it out. Yeah. Which yeah. is just embarrassing. It's just embarrassing. Yeah. And you can get benched for doing both, which I did. I got you, you benched. Got, you got your for, ass for benched. Doing both. Yeah, coach is like, go sit on the bench. You're not good enough right now. And maybe we'll see what happens next week, which is devastating. That's got to hurt. Getting booed by the home crowd. Getting oh. written up in the papers. That That is devastating. I don't know uh -huh. how much criticism you've had, but getting written up in the papers, it doesn't right. feel good. Especially if, emotionally. I was 22 at this point. Mm -hmm. it, you know, I wasn't ready for that. And I, and I took it to heart. Especially, I always tell people... The worst thing, I think I was in a bad situation because I was doing everything I could to be great. And I, was, I mean, I was not drinking. I was not partying. I was, I was in the gym. I was approaching. I was studying film. I was doing everything great, and it still wasn't working for me. That was so frustrating for me, and that really hurt. I mean, I'd go home, and I would cry about it. Uh, and Isn't that how champions that are made? Thing? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It's, it's got to be so painful that you've got to rectify it yeah. in whatever way you can. Yeah. So let me ask, you're, you're, to be physically fit is not just musculoskeletally, but also nutrition. Mm -hmm. So what's this with your relationship to veganism? Well, you know, my, uh, uh, real quick story. My, shoot, I think it's about my 10th year in the NFL. We do an annual physical. 10 out of 17. 10 out of 17. That's a crazy long number. Yeah. If I, if I looked, if I looked this up. 
Am I right? Oh, that's it's it's absurd. That's out of control. <laughs> There's no reason to play it that long. <laughs> that's out of control. Okay, <laughs> I don't know go why on. I that uh -huh. um, so it's my tenth year in the league, and and uh, I'm out there in Kansas City, which is where I played for the Chiefs, and I'm getting my annual physical, and we give blood, and it's the off season, and so I'm driving back to the airport to go back to LA because that's where I stayed during the off season. I just flew in to get the physical, and so on the way to the airport, the the phone rings, and it's my trainer from from uh, from the Chiefs, and he's like, uh, "Hey, uh, we got your blood back, and we need to we need to talk to you about it because uh -oh. some stuff showed up," and I'm like. Okay. That, and that I go, can't so what be happened? Good. That can't be good. And he's all, hey, well, we need you to come in because I can't, you know, I'm not going to tell you over the phone. And I'm like, no, nah, you tell me, tell me. And he goes, well, all right, well, hold on, Tony. I'll have the doctor call you. And the doctor calls me two, two minutes later. And the doctor says, hey, Tony, we found some stuff in there. Uh, I need you to come in and talk to you about it. Uh, and I'm like, screw you. I'm going to the airport. You can tell me over the phone, if anything. And he goes, well, it turns out your uh, white blood cell count is really low, like extremely low. And he gave me the number, 12 out of whatever it was. And he goes, it looks like leukemia. And my heart just just dropped. And it was like, damn. And I'm like, my first question was, so what does this mean about football? And he goes, mm -hmm. he goes, Don't don't worry about football right now, Tony. This is this is something that's way different. Um, and these tests are usually accurate. We're gonna come in, we're gonna run some more tests, and we're gonna come up with a plan for you. Don't worry about it. Hangs up the phone, Niagara Falls, I start crying. I'm like, Oh shit! Like my life is is I don't you know it's not what I thought it was going to be now, and so I get back. Uh, I go in and I give blood, and they're talking to me, and I'm down and I'm out. And they go to the lab, and it comes back. They had switched the blood up with somebody else. It was an accident, which I, ha I guess happens a lot. Um, they said they said it's not that uncommon, and so basically I was healthy and I'm fine. And I felt bad for the guy who got the clean blood, who needs right. to be told that, hey, actually, you do have this now. Right. But, um, but it, it was kind of like a light bulb went off. It was a, I was reading this book called uh, um, The China Study, uh, written by Dr. Campbell. And it was a plant-based, uh, plant whole foods, plant-based Very influential diet. study. Yeah. yeah, a great it, it study. It studied diets in all the different provinces of China. Yes. And compared them, because China gets to obtain that kind of data on their citizens. That's what enables that. That's why it's not done in the United States. It's a uh -huh. China study. But yeah, go on. Yeah, so, so, so I read that book. I was thinking about maybe, okay, all these different changes in my life. And before that, I, you name it, I ate it. I was eating chicken wings, you know, chugging beer, pizza, all that stuff all the time. I, I, you know, eating healthy was not part of my vocabulary. It was like I just ate what I ate because I didn't know any better. And so, uh, and so then I just said, screw it. I'm going to, this is a sign, you know, something is telling me that I need to make some change in my life. And so that was my a next. shot across your bow. Yes. And I started devouring books on health and nutrition, started meeting with dietitians, started, because that's usually when I have a passion for something, I'll throw myself into it. I'll read every book I can and I'll start, uh, and I'll make calls and be like, hey, do you mind meeting? I met Dr. Campbell out of it. Mm -hmm. Went and, went and uh, met with him and, you know, see, saw what he learned. And then from there, I've evolved back. I, so I went vegan for about two and a half months or whatever it was. Uh, I didn't like it, by the way. <laughs> it mm. wasn't, uh, especially back then, the, the meat. Now you have Beyond Meat, which tastes good. Like, mm -hmm. But the fake meat product back then were just horrible to me. And so anyways, I incorporated a little bit of meat back into my diet. And so now I eat pretty, 80% of the time is vegan. Mm -hmm. uh, and 20% of the time is, is, is pretty healthy. Well, 15% and then 5% of the time is it's time to go have some chicken wings and, <laughs> and pound some beers and, and get after the good life. So. Probably among all sports out there, the, the game that needs the most recovery from its participants 
would be a single game in the NFL. Mm -hmm. What is your recovery like after a game? Uh, it's, it's brutal. I mean, it's tough. It's, football's tough on your body. Let's make no mistake about it. And people have seen the movies, the Will Smith movies, concussion, the stuff it does to your brain, the stuff it does to your body. It's a tough, it's a gladiator sport. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't like it. Well, not a lot of people. There are people out there that say- They're naysayers. Yeah, you shouldn't be playing football. And, and maybe you're right. We shouldn't be doing a lot of stuff. There's dangers. Uh, and, we, and I knew that getting into it. And uh, if I could do it again, I would, I would do it again. Uh, but for me, after a game, your body is, is, especially if you've had a game where you catch a lot of balls and you're getting tackled a lot, uh, you, you're just melting onto <laughs> the couch. But the, the trick is that I found over the years, you don't sit with that, that pain. You actually go to the gym, you work out, you get a workout, you flush your system, but you're using a lot of ice. And, and I'm very into like the biohacking now. Like, so I'll use like infrared sauna, I'll That's do cold showers. I do all this stuff now. Today, mm -hmm. there's much more technology brought to bear on the, on the repair and sustenance of your body. Mm -hmm. relative to the old days, 10 years ago. Yeah. Have you tracked this? Uh, watch what, have you visited the locker rooms now? I mean, the, the training rooms to see what, how any of that's changed? I, it evolved over the, you know, when I first came in 97, back in 1997, it was like that. It was very that old school, you, I mean, put it, on Thursday after practice, which is our hardest practice, full pads, heart, especially back in the day, football's changed. They don't, they've changed a lot of the rules, so it's not as physical. In my day, it was tough. Back <laughs> in the day. It's true, though. You sound like everybody. It is back a different game. Day, I don't know how it is in astrophysics. In the snow. It's a different game nowadays. Uphill both ways. <laughs> okay, so, go on. Just so, know what you sound like. I know, so I'm know. that guy, but I will be that guy. Because, you are so that guy. But it was so much fun, too, back then. It was more, it was more funner, to uh -huh. use the incorrect word. I love it. But, um, you had, uh, on Thursday, you'd come in, and they'd have pizzas after practice for us that you'd grab, a, a, a everybody would grab their own pizza, and they'd give you a, a six-pack of beer. <laughs> and this is after your hardest practice <laughs> on Thursday. Uh, and even after the games, they'd give you their two beers on each seat and all that stuff. This is old school. Old school. You know, guys, they had cigarette uh, dispensers in our, lo in our lockers. <laughs> that guys back, you couldn't smoke in 97, but, you know, back in the 80s, guys would smoke at their locker room, in, you know, at yeah. halftime and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Fast forward to now, or back when I was getting out of the game, which has just been five years ago, um, now they got like whirlpools, they got massage therapists, they have dietitians, they have nutrient timing, they have hydration techniques, they have this, these little lasers and infrared saunas and all these different things to help you Get the best chips out of that monitor you on the on the practice field. Yeah, they have the chips for your monitor your heart rate. Uh, they have concussion protocol where you do this little program at the beginning of the season to see where your baseline is. So if you do take a shot to the head, you have to go take this test on the sideline. What? So that's how they get people on out the of spot. There. Yeah, yeah, right now on oh. the spot, on the spot. That's why some guys will leave and they're like, "I'm fine, I'm fine," and they are fine. They're, they're, they feel normal, but then when they take the test on the sideline or whatever, they go back in the locker room. And they see their baseline compared to their baseline. They're like, no, you're done. And give me your helmet. Um, so they're making the game a lot safer, uh, um, which they're trying to. You'll never make it ultimately the safest thing. But it, right. that's not football then. Uh, in Star Talk, it's not, there aren't many astrophysicists in the world. In fact, you can do the math. It's actually literally about one in a million. Uh -huh. So I, I'd like to give my guests a chance to ask me one question that they may have harbored their whole life. Uh -huh. that they never had the chance to ask. Now you, I was delighted to have appeared yeah. on your on your podcast. <laughs> so you you asked me a half thousand million questions on that. Yeah. For anyone who wants to see those, go to his podcast. Yeah. But right now, is there some other question about anything that you that you've been harboring? Well, I asked you on my show a little bit about it, and I'm obsessed with quantum physics and like like the double slit experiment. How mm -hmm. you look at 
at certain molecules or neurons or whatever you want to call it and or protons, right? And and they'll you look away and they'll be in a different place. And I'm where do you think that quark or whatever, where does it go? When I look away and it's now in a different place, where did it go? You're asking very rational, sensible questions. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, nothing wrong with where you're coming from. The problem is the quantum, all right? Quantum physics are rules of the universe that manifest most visibly at the atomic level and the nuclear level. And at that level, you have no life experience seeing it, thinking about it, knowing about it. What is our life experience? Macroscopic objects. We didn't evolve to understand the quantum because it is not accessible to our senses. What is accessible? If a lion is chasing you, yeah, you're going to run the other direction. You, there are fundamental things about your survival that we're good at, but thinking creatively about the quantum is not among them. Mm. And so we have come to learn that the experiment is the reality, not your perception of reality, the experiment. And the experiment says the particle does this, that's what the particle does, period. But how did it get there? You could ask that, but all that matters is the results of that experiment. And you know something? We know how particles behave under the influence of the quantum theory. And that is what has enabled the creation, storage, and retrieval of information in the modern IT era. There is no computing without an understanding and exploitation of the quantum. Do we understand why a particle jumps from one place to another, materializes out? No, but we can predict it. We know exactly what's going on in that experiment. But you want to ask why? And I don't want to fault you for that. But I'm going to tell you that it's not clear if the why is even the right question to begin with. Just because you can ask a question doesn't mean it's legitimate in the exploration of the universe. Some things, it just is. Now, with looking at something and have it being in another state, that, that's not as weird as it sounds. I'll explain. We're in a studio, you're illuminated by these lights. You're a strapping, full-grown adult. These lights are hitting you and bouncing off of you, enabling us to take pictures. There you are. You're still there whether I turn on the lights or not. Let's make you smaller. In fact, let's make you the size of a particle. Well, how do I know that the particle is there? I got to turn on the lights. I turn on the lights, the photon hits the particle, knocks it over there. My very act of trying to observe the particle changes the state of the particle. Mm. I cannot photograph it unless I shine light on it. And the act of shining light on it changes what it is I had intended to photograph. That is a fundamental reality in quantum physics. And it's why the quant so much weirdness manifests at the quantum small level that doesn't manifest at the big level. You're not going to pop into existence in another room because I turn on the lights. 
because the energy of that light isn't high enough to do anything with you at all. But it is when it hits a particle. Mm. So when people say, oh, how is it that if you see something, it does one thing, but if you don't see it, it does something else? Did your consciousness affect it? Hey, it's got jack shit to do with your consciousness. Uh -huh. It just has to do with your ability to detect it with shine some light on it. If there's no light on it, you cannot know what it's doing. That's what's interesting about this. It limits your access to information. So how does it move then? It feels the energy and it kicks it into another place. It, okay. The energy of the photon. Oh, just kicks say, it into another yeah, place. Hold steady. Bing! It's not there anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah, because the energy of the light is commensurate with the energy of what can move the particle. Uh-huh. Okay. So in the double slit experiment. That'd be like saying, <laughs> that'd be like saying, all right, I've got a, a six, seven linebacker, okay, 300 pounds, and in order to photograph you, I have to shine him onto you. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, okay, I'm ready to photograph you. Pachoom. The linebacker comes, knocks you out into the next room, and I say, where is he? All right? Well, he's not here anymore because some energy came into the picture commensurate with what can knock you out of your chair. Okay? That's, but we don't experience that in everyday life. I don't need the six foot seven person to tackle you to photograph you. I can do it with light, and light is not going to knock you into another state, but it will do it for a particle. Mm -hmm. That's a, an important feature of quantum physics. And we try to exploit. There are others. Like this particle is sometimes a wave, sometimes a particle. Well, which is it? You're only asking that because your senses can, and your, our brains are not wired to be comfortable with that ambiguity. Mm -hmm. In fact, whole commercial advertising campaigns are based on this. Is it light or less filling? Maybe it's both. Mm -hmm. Can you live with that? Apparently not. We have to be one or the other. All right? So the particles are sometimes waves, sometimes particles. When it's a wave, where is it? It's wherever the wave is. How big is the wave? It's everywhere. Wait a minute. You're over there, and you have a wave. Our waves see. Are we in the same place? No, but our waves overlap. Let's make the waves resonate with each other. We are now entangled. Now we move together. Now, if I get observed and become a particle, we become disentangled and you immediately drop and become a particle as well. That's quantum entanglement. Mm -hmm. It's weird stuff. But it's been said at the dawn of quantum physics, no one ever actually understands quantum physics. You only ever grow accustomed to what it is. Mm. So don't lose sleep over it. Ah, ah, ah. Can I ask you one more question? <laughs> All right, real quick. Go. Real quick. Um, and is the universe, does the universe keep expanding? And as, uh, which is a yes or no. Does that? The universe is expanding. And as far as we can tell, it'll never stop. It'll never stop. In that realm of possibility, how many Earths are in this expanding universe? So expanding doesn't mean like the it's same the, situation as Earth. We're expanding, but that doesn't mean we're we're adding more material to it. Mm. We're like a city expands. Well, people are moving in, and they're moving in. So the border expands. That's not what's going on here. The universe is stretching, so that space is increasing between the galaxies, and so 
the fact that we're expanding doesn't add more Earths. It's the same number of Earths. We're just farther apart from each other. So we've, we've got experiments to look for Earth-like planets orbiting sun-like stars on the possibility that maybe there's something like Earth-like life uh -huh. thriving in such places. So, yeah, we, 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 we've done the experiments, and in our small region of our, if our galaxy is this big, we've looked in a region about this size. There are thousands of planets. The catalogs now have 4,000 planets in them. Uh -huh. And so we'll catalog those. If we ever get to go interstellar travel, we might rank which ones we visit first. I don't see that happening anytime soon. Uh -huh. We're kind of stuck here on Earth. We need warp drive. We need that. Uh -huh. I'm waiting for it. So is there any possibility of Earths out there? Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, most, we would say to ourselves, why not? Uh -huh. We got one here. Why not have another one somewhere else? Uh -huh. And maybe it doesn't require Earth. Maybe other kinds of life forms thrive in a different kind of planet. So the search for Earths, you might miss other planets that have other kinds of life thriving, watching you and say, hey, we're over here. No, I'm looking for like oceans and, and clouds and this. So part of what it is to explore is to not be too constrained for what it is you're looking for. Because you might miss the thing that you're not looking for. And then therein is probably most discoveries ever made. It's what shows up when you didn't even order it. Well, that was my interview exclusive with Tony Gonzalez. Fun guy. I love him. You got yeah. to yeah. love him. He's a, a, you gotta, a yeah, yeah. Who knew he was such a great who knew? guy? Who knew? And when we come back, we're going to explore all that came out in that interview with our deep analysis, the, the trinity here. Nice. Of our, of our commentary. Okay. Right, when Star Talk returns. Sleep, grocery shopping, themselves, just a few things working moms seldom have time for. And during tax season, you can add taxes to their list. So for all you working moms, make the easy switch to H&R Block and have an expert make easy work of your taxes. H&R Block guarantees your taxes are 100% accurate and your max refund or your money back. Plus, with their no surprise guarantee, you'll always know the price of your tax prep before you begin. You can even have an H&R Block tax pro do your taxes in a block office or online from the comfort of your own home. Can your current tax guy promise all that? When you're buried under life's to-dos, let the experts at H&R Block stay on top of your taxes with a return that's right on the money and your biggest refund possible. Because tax season after tax season, it's better with Block. Make an appointment at hrblock.com. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. Descriptions of benefits and details at hrblock.com slash guarantees. Whether you're a family vacation traveler, business tripper, or long weekend adventurer, Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. And that's good because there are a lot of me's. Choice Hotels has over 7,400 locations and 22 brands, including Comfort Hotels, Radisson Hotels, and Cambria Hotels. Get the best value for your money when you book with Choice Hotels. Cambria Hotels feature locally inspired hotel bars with specialty cocktails and downtown locations in the center of it all. 
Hey, that's me. Radisson Hotels have flexible workspaces to get the most of your business travel and on-site restaurants. That's me too. And at Comfort Hotels, you'll enjoy free hot breakfast with fresh waffles, great pools for the entire family, and spacious rooms. Hey, that's me too. I guess I'm just going to have to stay at all of them. Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. Book direct at choicehotels.com, where travel comes true. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am and how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. We're back. Star Talk. Chuck Nice. That's right. Gary Riley. That's yes. Right. Uh, we just featured my interview with Tony Gonzalez, the Super Bowl, the, the football great. Yes. Uh, spent a bulk of his career with the He'll definitely be a Kansas Hall of Famer. Uh, uh, maybe he already is. He is. He already is. He already is. There's a guy with 17 years career and 14 Pro Bowls. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There it is. That's, yeah. That says it all. Yeah. yeah. First of all, 17 years. In the NFL, and that's amazing. Well, well, I have a technical question. Yeah, if you're good enough to be in the Pro Bowl, mm -hmm. but you don't play in the Pro Bowl because your team went to the Super Bowl, right? Do you still count as a Pro Bowler? Yes, because even, even the if you didn't selection play was it. already made. Yeah, even if you didn't play, it. even if yeah. you didn't play, you're still a Pro Bowler. Okay, yeah, have a good job Which, taking, the way that, taking that away from people. Because in baseball, <laughs> if you don't play in that game, you don't count as an All Star. Wow. Yeah. If you got injured, you, if you voted in, but you happen to get injured, or you don't want to play, but you pretend you're injured, it doesn't it doesn't count. Last I knew with the rules, it doesn't count. Wow. Tough house. That's tough, yeah. 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 So now who knew? Who knew someone like Tony Gonzalez would be so obsessed with quantum physics? Oh, he, <laughs> he. Tell me about I it. I think more people than you know yeah. have, have a soft geek underbelly. Mm. But this it, is more, This is. I mean, he's become like the poster boy for where geeks and jocks collide. That's what I'm saying. All yeah. in one person. I'm loving it. Yeah. I'm mm. loving it. We yeah. need more of that. Yeah. We, what we want to do is normalize what it is to be a geek. And that way, uh, geeks can hide among us without you knowing. Oh, sweet. <laughs> like vampires. <laughs> There's vampires? <laughs> well, in astrophysics, we only come out at night. So there you go. See, well, what I found really interesting was he says, yeah, I was just a Neanderthal talent. Mm -hmm. You just give me the ball, I get me a TD. I never thought about it. I never had to do this. I did the gym. I did this. He said, but I never overanalyzed. And all of a sudden, the failure of certain things made him sit back and take account of himself. Mm -hmm. That I found the growth through pain, the growth through failure. Right. And we mentioned that. The point is, are the people who succeed, did they always succeed or mm. did they overcome mm. failure? And are, there, are the greatest of anything in this world, of expressed talent, are, is what fed that talent, the fact that at some one or more times in their lives they had failed. Yeah. And they regrouped, they took stock. It reminds me of my sister, okay? Mm -hmm. My sister left college. Right. But she wasn't feeling it. Okay, then she went and hung out, got a job, but hung out, was at the bar with her friends, and she looked around and said, 
is this my future? Is These this people are losers. <laughs> what the? <laughs> WTF? No, no, you can't tell her that. Right. Right? Mm. She had to like figure that out. Right. And then it becomes completely internal to you. And so to hear his epiphany. I can't even imagine your sister when that he, way. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> she's she, so business. She, she, she's so, she's so she's like all in. on point. On point. On point. All in. Wow. Yeah, she's an executive with the Ford Motor Company. Well, now I'm, yes, right. she is. Yeah. And now I'm taking her drinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but yeah. So, so I was just, I was, it reaffirmed what I already knew, but it's good to hear, to hear someone who, who can speak firsthand about how great he became from how low he once was. Yeah. See, comedians, it doesn't work that way. They're, uh, they're, we're too arrogant to know that we failed. Oh. Seriously, and, and, and comedians go up and bomb, right? And they won't. They won't. And admit when that. you come, when they come off stage, and you look at them like, all right, like because you never want to say good set because you know it wasn't, uh -huh. right? So you just go, all right, you know. And they look at you and they go, yeah, that went well, yeah. Ooh, <laughs> and, and they're serious. <laughs> like, dude, where? What was happening to you while you were up there? You suck. But anyway. denial. <laughs> so what? I, what I found also interesting when you asked him about what it was like then to what it was like now. And he started to reel off, you know, what they've got, the hydropause, we have laser therapy, we have an infrared sauna, and I just He's went, not all that old. No, no, right, right. no, he's not that long retired, but I'm thinking, what's an infrared sauna? I don't know, but I want one. No, he said it, I want one, yeah. yeah. It's, and so <laughs> what, what are they, what, how far has it gone now in terms of what, is used for recovery because I don't I don't know what an infrared sauna is, but I can imagine that you can target heat if, as long as it's beams of light. Yeah. Right, you can target exactly where you need it to go. Otherwise, you're sitting; your whole body is subjected to it. Right. When in fact, football players or most athletes, when there's pain, it's usually in one right. place. Whenever, yeah. Like it's you just, see the you've been hit the pitcher after the game with the giant ice pack yeah, on their elbow. Only. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. So yeah. if it's a whole body sauna, it may feel good. But that's not really the most efficient way to target Because the he was talking about doing ice baths. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there's, there's research now to say ice, bath, ice baths aren't as effective as people once thought they were. Mm -hmm. But you and get to tell someone, yeah, I just sat in a yeah. pile of ice. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's that point where you look at a 17-year career that Tony Gonzalez had and you say, well, how many games did you miss? And he just says, two. two. Yeah, yeah. That's insane. Something's, something's not right there. Yeah. I mean, there so, are backup quarterbacks who don't last that long. Yeah. That's insane. But then backup you talk, then they just carry a clipboard. <laughs> like, what did you, why'd you retire? I got a splinter. <laughs> okay. God. Well, repetitive strain injury carrying a clipboard. Carpal tunnel. Exactly. Right on the, all that on a keyboard. Writing, yeah. and, and then you, you look at him and you think, well, you're a guy that hit and got hit. That's basically your job on the way to a touchdown. Mm -hmm. And you must have had to go through some serious recovery, but you only missed two games? That's outrageous. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I mean, is he, is he the pro? Was he six foot six, something like that, 250 pounds, speed, strength? Is, is he like the prototype for what you would look at? Well, yeah. Being he a actually, tight end? No, seriously, he was. Yeah. Because, I mean, when you look at Tony Gonzalez in his career, uh, tight ends were always big, but. He was the guy that, I mean, after he overcame the, you know, a period where he wasn't catching the ball, he was the guy that was the big, huge tight end that could catch the ball. Mm. So he's part of your offense. Tight ends, for the most part, were block, were just a yeah. guy that blocked. 
you know, and now they're in many offices. So you're, saying he, you're saying his excellence in that role helped reshape the expectation of that post. Oh, without a doubt. Oh, yeah. Nice. There's very no way point. you would have a Zach Ertz or uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, what's the guy in Dallas? I forget his name. Uh, it's because I'm going senile, who is also one of the greatest tight ends of all time. I hate to say that. Uh, but, you know, these guys that, uh, uh, who's on 49ers? What's his name? Kittle or? Uh, yeah, George Kittle. George Kittle. I mean, you've got Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. The, Travis the Chiefs. Kelsey yeah. the Chiefs. These guys are all in the vein of Tony Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. All of them. Okay. You know? Oh, so he so he 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 created a mold. Uh, yeah, without a doubt. Oh, okay. Oh, without a doubt, this guy created a mold. So, so going through the failure to find himself and his ability to catch a ball, then set the template for all of the greats to follow him in that position. Yeah. Or you would imagine that's you know, I think there's the no greater compliment you can get as an athlete. Yeah. To to set a new standard and a new expectation for everyone else who follows. Yeah. Well, without a doubt. I mean, because you have guys that do follow and they do it better. So you look at Gronkowski, mm-hmm. like he's definitely one of the greatest tight ends of all time. It didn't help he had Brady behind him then. Well, I was going to say, but he did it with a guy that, yeah. you know, oh God, I hate that dude. <laughs> say it, God, say it. That, but yeah, he did it with the greatest, he did it with the greatest quarterback ever throwing mm-hmm. him the ball. So yeah. like, you know, how do you, you know, it's weird to get that kind of comparison you know, right. uh, so, but but still, they're they're still in the mold of of Tony Gonzalez, which mm. is cool. You know, I had, a, when, while sitting down with him, a little bit of me just reflected on the, uh, the movie Unbreakable. Oh, yeah? You know, where if there are superheroes among us, they might just be another person sitting there. And because in the movie Unbreakable, the, um, uh, the Unbreakable character played by uh, Bruce Willis. Right, okay? right. Uh, Bruce Willis was in a train wreck. People died. He walks off without a scratch. Of course. Okay? Nice. And so it's like, why? Who right. are you? Who are you? What's... And these are the people who are unbreakable. So are you saying and that... You, don't, you, won't, you won't find That's those. his superpower? That's He's right. unbreakable, Tony well, Gonzalez? Do you know what he well, said? Well, no, I'm saying, if you, if, you, if you only miss two games and you're... That's my point. Yeah. That... that, that you don't know if you're unbreakable until you're in a total disaster and you walk away scot-free. Do you know what? I'm thinking about the that's interview how, now. That's why the, the, the Samuel L. Jackson character wanted to find the unbreakable person, so he set up all these disasters, plane crashes, so that the one person who walks away, that's... That's the person. That's, that's a bit extreme. This is an awful movie. No, was, <laughs> these people are crazy. What a psychopath. I'm going to bring down a plane to see who survives. Yeah, to see who yeah. survives. No one. Must have been the wrong plane. <laughs> but when, what did Gonzalez say? I felt a little bit of that during the interview. I got but what you. Gonzalez said, the, the, with that dog whistle that makes your ears prick up, I have a high pain threshold. Mm. Now that to size, speed, strength, focusing you your mind. Pain. And you know what? You can hit me and it don't hurt that much. Well, that's the guy that's going to be a tight I think end. Most that rises. athletes will say that, though. Oh no, not all of them. So I've seen like, eh, you know, you do yeah. the Tom Brady oh, that's impersonation. Right. Tom Brady. That's yeah. right. Guys, guys, they're hitting me, guys. <laughs> that's my Tom Brady. <laughs> guys, guys, what's going on, guys? Well, plus soccer is notorious <laughs> yeah. for anybody getting clipped by, by an inch. No, no, look and, at me in they, a bad way. And they, and they fall over yeah. and pull. Hold her ankle yeah. when nobody touched her ankle. Oh, yeah. I'll Y'all get... are the worst. I didn't want to hear from you. <laughs> okay. I get, I get tweet treatment. You should have flopped right there when he touched you. She should have just flopped out like, <laughs> You know, if you touch me, you get a twisted sock. You need treatment. 
Broken eyelash. That's it. That's at least three games out. <laughs> Broken eyelash. That's yeah. Funny. So yeah. Then when you look at the guy and he said, "Well, if you, if your body makeup is you've got this threshold for pain," it's like, whoa, that's outrageous. All right. That yeah. really. I mean, you're going to be looking. You're going to be the Samuel L. Jackson. I want to be looking for the guys who can suffer pain a lot because right, yeah. they're the guys I want on my team because I haven't got to worry about them not being ready for the next game. Yeah, but was there? Is there ever really a professional football players say, coach, I hurt I'm today, hurt, right. so I don't want to play. I don't think that's what, I think they have too much. That's not a pain thing, that's heart. That is mm. their own self. Okay. And I'm not going to put a name to anyone. I'll just put, that's that's. All I know heart. is I look at guys like Tony Gonzalez and Gronkowski and, you know, uh, all of these uh, huge men that are playing this game and I thank God for football because without this sport, they would be criminals. <laughs> Unstoppable criminals. Unstoppable <laughs> super criminals. Okay? And in a lawless land, these were the guys that were riding around on horses, pillaging villages. They this, would own the, the, the countryside. Exactly. This was the guys. So I'm just happy that these dudes Are have... we going to end this program on that note? Yes! No. <laughs> Football players, thank God for football. Don't ever ban this sport because we're all safer with them on the field. They, I think, are just... There's one point of view. They're, they're just modern-day gladiators. That's, that's what they are. That's, yeah, that's, what it is. that's what they are. Give us a final thought. Total respect for Tony Gonzalez yeah. to have a career that long yeah. and be a pro bowler so many times. And I'm so envious of his ability yeah. <laughs> to have I'll, no pain. Plus, he had a podcast, and I was invited to be on his podcast. Oh, did, did you do it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was great. Yeah, sure. oh, yeah cool. totally. He's just, he, you know, here's what I say about this guy. He's good looking. He's got personality. He's a super talented athlete. He seems, you know, uh, above average, yeah. uh -huh. uh, authentic. Um, yeah, I don't like him. <laughs> and you know what else? During... His podcast that I was in? Yeah. His mama was sitting in the corner. Oh, he brought his mother to the so interview. Cute. Oh. Oh. Now Still, you really hate him. Now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's Star Talk Sports Edition. I want to thank Tony Gonzalez for giving us that interview. Chuck, Gary, we're good. All right. Neil deGrasse Tyson, your personal astrophysicist, bidding you to keep looking up. Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, mom, Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.